Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. going on Steelers Nation Radio. It is high noon on a Monday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. This is the Steelers Blitz. I'm Wesley Euler. He's Arthur Motes. Between the two of us here on the show, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. It's up to you to figure out the rest, you knuckleheads. But what you should know by now, if you want to get involved with us, this is going to be our last pre-recorded show. How about that? But we're still mm-hmm, always taking mm-hmm. we're still always taking your tweets at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. We'll get to some of those tweets obviously in our final segment before we get out of here. But this is it, folks. You've been rocking with us for for about a month here, not live on SNR. You've heard us in the loop. Maybe you're listening right now, too. You've been listening on the podcast, but we know you guys like the the live shows. Well, pretty soon, we're going to have those back. There's going to be some, maybe a little pause in the action next week. But by the end of March, early April, we're going to be back doing live shows. So this is kind of uh, coming down the home stretch here. And, uh, and we appreciate you guys for your patience and your support and your loyalty, as always. Arthur Motes, how you feeling, partner? I mean, your final couple days out there on the West Coast, I, I, I got to imagine you're ready to get home at this point. Oh, without a doubt, man. It's been a long 29 days thus far. Tomorrow will officially make 30. So, yeah, man, I'm definitely enjoying that part of it, man. But it's been good, man. It gave me some clarity, changed my perspective on things, and just, you know, helped me become more zen-like. Namaste. So, definitely have enjoyed it, but like you said, man, that's a long time. It's the longest I've ever been away from the kids and the wife, man. Say, so yeah. definitely got to get back to them, baby. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, we've talked. Everyone who listens to this show knows this. I was out, in, the, I was out uh, in Indianapolis for the Combine for five days earlier in the month. And you know, being away from my daughter for those five days felt like five mm-hmm. weeks. So I can only imagine Absolutely. what it's it's been like being away from your three kids for a month oh, here. Yeah. So, so yeah, I know, I know the Moats clan is excited to get Daddy-O back. I'm excited to see that smiling face once again as well. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You know, I cannot wait. But with that being said, man, we got to have fun today because today is a ton of stuff that we got to talk about, man. I mean, does the NFL ever sleep? Does the NFL no. ever take a break? You, you, you would think some of these upsets that take place in March Madness – would be dominating the headlines at this stage of March. And it's Major like, League no. Baseball back in camp. Uh-uh. Good luck. Like, 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 literally, the NFL is like, no, we are 365. We are around the clock. All season, what all season? But for guys like us, man, we just get to enjoy that wave, baby. Yes, we do. Motes, you know, I've, I've said this on the show a few times. Ma- Manchester United fans, they like to say this, hated, adored, Never ignored Manchester United. Yeah. Uh, Hated, adored, never ignored National Football League, baby. It's all, that it's, is the truth, man. Like, it is nuts when you think about it, dude. It, it, it really is. And so, you know what? Should we go ahead? Like, I, I didn't really know. You and I, we do prep for this show. And before we, we hit the record button here, you know, we, we chop it up for, for a few minutes and talk about what we want to do. 
do we want to start with the, with the juju conversation or do we want to start with the with the big conversation, the Deshaun Watson conversation, and him now being uh, in the AFC North for the foreseeable future? Man, the people want to talk about the big conversation. Yeah, I think so you're right. It's like it's like juju. It's more so we're gonna get to that, but juju in two months from now, or, or you know, three months from now, we're not even gonna be bringing him up to that extent. Whereas this first topic. We're going to be dealing with this for the next couple of years, at least. <laughs> at least. Uh, maybe for a long maybe for a long time. Yeah, so mm-hmm. let's jump right in. For those of you, I mean, everybody knows this, all right? But we'll do a quick... Knows a what? Quick what happened? What are you talking about? Knows start, what? Start from the top here, right? Because we've, we got go. die, we've got diehards, we've got casuals, we've got everything in between who listen to this show. So I don't and, want and, to... And some people have been off the grid. You some know, Arthur Moses has been on the grid. I'm talking to yeah. him about all these March Madness games, and he's like, "Wait a second, who won? Who won, won that won? one? Tell me what. Tell when, me what when, happened when, here. When, when, when was that game? Anything crazy happened in that game? Oh. So, for those of you who I don't want to say you're living under a rock, but maybe you're living under a rock and you missed it, or, 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 or maybe you're on the beach, you know, for 30 days and you don't, you haven't watched TV. Maybe that's yeah. what's going on as well. Could, all right, you know, that's, that's certainly that's a fair possibility. I might know, I might know a guy who's been going through that. Sure. Friday, uh, around three thirty, four o'clock Eastern Standard Time, because again, one of us here is is in California. Friday, late afternoon, early evening, a just absolute bombshell dropped in the NFL and that was not even necessarily Deshaun Watson getting traded because we all knew that that was coming but it Correct. was where Deshaun Watson was getting traded just ah, 20, yes just 48 hours ago it, or before that I should say because now when we're recording this just 48 hours before Friday afternoon it was reported the Browns are out Deshaun Watson's camp has informed Cleveland He's not interested. It's down to the Panthers. It's down to the the Falcons. And maybe the Saints were in there too. That was the report. Well, Friday things changed and they changed quickly. And all of a sudden, just like that, a couple Adam Schefter tweets and Deshaun Watson was a Cleveland Brown. If you missed the compensation, three first round picks this year, next year, the following year, and a third and a fourth rounder this year as well too. And with that, the Browns gave Deshaun Watson a contract, a five-year deal, I believe, that will make mm-hmm. him the second-highest-paid player in the National Football League, only behind Aaron Rodgers, and that gave him the most guaranteed money ever to a player by a substantial amount in the history mm-hmm. of the National Football League. So there's your scene setter from but, but, the top. Oh, no, 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 wait a minute now. Don't you – I don't Did like I forget how you something? phrased that. Did I forget something? Five years, 230 – Fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. Fully. Fully. Because it's different. Because when we say, oh, the most guaranteed money, people will be, oh, maybe it was a five for 300 and he got 230 guaranteed. No, 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 no. Five years, 230 million, fully guaranteed. I like the emphasis on that because outside of Kirk Cousins, (laughs) right? Because outside of Kirk Cousins, we haven't had a fully guaranteed contract. Not Aaron Rodgers, not Tom Brady, not Ben Roethlisberger. Shoot, not even Patrick Mahomes. Not have Aaron had Donald. Fully guaranteed it contracts, right? So Deshaun Watson, his is fully guaranteed, very similar to how Kirk Cousins was, but for a way, way more substantial amount, man. So to give you an idea, two hundred thirty million dollars fully guaranteed. The largest guaranteed figure before that. Mm-hmm. Was Aaron Rodgers at, at a little less than 151 million? So quick math: mm-hmm. 
Deshaun Watson just got about $80 million more guaranteed than anybody in the history of the National Football League. Not just pure contract value, guaranteed money. Guaranteed money, Nearly absolutely. $80 million more than anybody else in NFL history. So again, there's your kind of scene setter. Let's start from the top, Arthur Motes. Friday, when this news broke, <laughs> talk to me. What was your initial reaction? Man, I loved it for uh, for Deshaun and for Cleveland for a couple of reasons. Number one, what was the biggest hiccup all last season slash this offseason as pertained to Deshaun Watson? Would he be criminally charged? So when the criminal element was removed and the grand jury decided not to indict him, it's like, man, what are we talking about? You know, now let this man go get his money. Let this man go play where he wants to play. And I do. I did feel at the time that it was like a, a win for both parties because I understood the disgruntled Baker Mayfield in terms of why he would be upset and rightfully so. But I like the fact that because Cleveland dropped the ball with the Baker situation, it forced them to have to go ahead and open up that checkbook to do whatever it took to get Deshaun Watson, because there was no going back to Baker after you pulled this move. So that was the other reason why I was like, man, I'm glad that it kind of worked out that way because it did allow Deshaun to get the money that, you know, he was owed in a sense, because you remember how everything played out last year for him. But then when I got to looking at the details of it as well, I was just like, man, I love even more so how Cleveland structured the contract, especially in year one, to protect Deshaun's money. So that way he doesn't have to deal with that type of scenario happening again if he were to be suspended and things like that. And what I mean is, I think it's 46, uh, 47 million guaranteed in the first year. He got 46 at signing bonus, only $1 million for his base salary. So if the NFL does decide to suspend him for any duration next season, it's only coming it's out, only of out of the $1 million. Dollars, whereas yeah. he'll still get the 46 million. He'll still see the rest of that 229 million that will be remaining. So I did like that because that was showing me that Cleveland is all in on Deshaun and they're committed to him and having his back now that he's criminally clear. Whereas with Houston, they did not operate like that and they turned his back on them. And for me as a player, it's like, man, you want an organization, regardless of if it's a division rival or not, you want to see organizations stick up for players. And to me, it was just a breath of fresh air to see that in the midst of, you know, everybody starting to change their tune on him because he chose not to sign with them. So that was kind of like my initial reaction to it, man. But what about you? My initial reaction was, man, that's a, that's a hell of a haul that the Cleveland Browns just laid on the table. I mean, mm -hmm. three first-round draft picks, a third and a fourth, and then all that guaranteed money. Um, I mean, this is Arthur Motes. I don't know if you knew this because I didn't know this. Um, mm -hmm. I was actually – I was doing a show. I was doing a, a, a March Madness show with Dale, with our buddy Dale Lawley when all this news broke on Friday, and he told me this. This is only the second time in NFL history that a mm -hmm. single player – has been traded for three first-round picks. Yeah. You, you, do you know what the other one was? Not off the top of my head, no. My my guess was Ricky Williams because I remembered that between the Saints – I remember he had – it was a Dolphins. large hole with him. I was but thinking that was, it was a quarterback, though. I thought it was – was, um, Ricky, Ricky Williams was every – like the, uh, the Dolphins traded every pick that they had in a single draft. Right. So so it was like, for, it was like seven picks, but they were all from one draft. Right. It was a running back, and it was a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> like before you and I were born, Herschel Walker is the only other player. Okay. When it, well, from, from, from the, the, the Vikings and the Cowboys, that's the only yeah. other time in NFL history that three first-round draft picks have been traded for one player. So 
obviously <laughs> historical in that regard. But my my that was my initial reaction was, man, I I in the scope of the arms race that is mm-hmm. AFC quarterbacks, the Browns now they don't have to worry about that for the next decade. Yeah. I just wonder when you're uh, it, the, like the number someone someone tweeted this out too. The Browns have over a hundred million dollars against the cap committed to just mm-hmm. four players, like between him, between Miles mm-hmm. Garrett, um, yep. one of their offensive linemen, and. Mm-hmm. I believe maybe Denzel Ward as well too, but between okay. four players over a hundred million dollars in, in cap space, that was just my initial reaction was Deshaun Watson better be one of the top three or top five quarterbacks in the NFL, you know, for these for these for the length of this contract for the next five years, yeah. or or you know, it's 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 they're going to be a little strapped to build around him. Not necessarily for this year, yeah. because I think you and I both agree, man. That roster, it's not perfect, mm-hmm. but it's and they're it's already one of the, adding, and they're still adding to it. It's one of the mm-hmm. it is one of the it is one of the better, more talented rosters in the National Football League, I think, certainly. Mm-hmm. But long term for this contract, they're gonna have to hit on some later round draft picks. They're gonna have to be mm-hmm. smart with with free agency and money and that stuff because they now have a substantial cap hit tied up in him and in yeah. just their their top few players. That was kind of my but, first reaction was we these numbers yeah. are just something we don't see all the time. Yeah, well, we don't see them all the time, but we do see them when they're associated with franchise quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers, prime example. Patrick Mahomes, prime example. Russell Wilson, for crying out loud, prime example. Josh Allen. So that's Jared why Allen. for me. Josh Allen. Right. Josh, I was going to say Jerry, but the pass rusher. I was right, I was but, right um, the first time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But but that's why for me, like the the hall of draft picks, I don't balk at that because it's like I told you when we talked about it, that's the bare minimum three first round draft picks. You're talking about getting a franchise caliber quarterback still early 20s, mid 20s. Like, what are we talking about here? That's why you go get those guys, because they're force multipliers, because they win you free agents as well. And what do you see right now? Multiple free agents linked to Cleveland all of a sudden. Those guys weren't going there. Those guys weren't considering that now. I mean, beforehand. Whereas now, it becomes very legitimate because you have that quarterback. So granted, you give up a ton in terms of unproven commodities when we're talking about draft picks. But you exchange that for proven veterans who are trying to come on so they can win a ring because they believe in Deshaun. And to me, that was one of the things that we talked about. And I was like, if we did go that route, yes, you lose a lot of money up front, but the residual income on that move is timeless. It's evergreen because that's going to continue to flow in each and every year. You're going to get guys looking at them saying, man, you know what? Cleveland, man, they might just need one more piece. I could be that guy. I'll take less to go be that guy. And to me, I think it was a smart move by Cleveland, man. Now, like I said, I, I do think they had to, sweeten up the pot in terms of the fully guaranteed contract because of how they handled the Baker situation. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, I don't think they're losing sleep at night because now for the first time in how long Cleveland can legitimately say we have our franchise quarterback and we know what this guy can do. He's proven. Maybe the first time ever, depending on how you feel about it's Baker. Like seriously, depending yeah. on how you feel about Baker Mayfield. <laughs> well, because to me, Baker was a Q- Bernie, Baker is Bernie Kosar. Right. Right, because to me, Baker is QB1, but he's not. he hasn't proven he could be a franchise quarterback. But there's a difference between QB1 and franchise quarterback. QB1 is, like you talk about your Kirk Cousins, your Ryan Tannehills, guys that can come in and they can win. You can win with them. Your Jimmy Garoppolo's, you can win with them. But the more they have to face elite-tier quarterbacks, the more you're going to see how limited they are. 
Deshaun doesn't have those issues. Deshaun is a bona fide franchise caliber quarterback. Now you're putting him with a roster that he hasn't seen or even been close to seeing in Houston, if we're being real about it. Houston, they have some dope, some, some dominant defenses at times, and he's had DeAndre Hopkins and a Will Fuller. But outside of that, he really hasn't had an offense that's going to look like what he has in Cleveland right now, and that's just what they're doing today, let alone if Will Fuller signs there, who we're already seeing linked there, let alone if Jarvis Landry comes back there. So when I think of that, I say, man, I think that this is a great situation for both of those in terms of Deshaun and the organization for the Browns for the first time ever. <laughs> All right, so you know we have to do this. Rank for me, Arthur Motes, your AFC North quarterbacks right now. No, are you t- man, this is simple for me. I go Joe Burrow one. I'm going um, Deshaun two. I put Lamar three, and then whoever we have starting at quarterback four. And the reason I say whoever because I still can't. If I ask you today, hey Wes, blood on the line, who's the starting quarterback? Is it Mitch, Mitch Trubisky? Mitch is Trubisky. it Mason? Okay, I don't. I don't agree with it personally. I don't think that it's that clear cut, personally, because when you look at his contract, the more and more you see the guaranteed portion of it, it is not too far off from where? Mason Rudolph. That doesn't scream you're the yeah. starter. H- that higher, in- that you're- higher incentives, but you're absolutely right. The, right. the base the base is mm-hmm. similar. Yeah, so all that's saying right now is, hey, when we start camp, you'll get the first nod. You'll get the first crack at it. But when we talk about Joe Burrow, there's no debate who's starting. When you talk about Lamar Jackson, there's no debate who's starting. When you talk about Deshaun Watson, there's no debate who's starting. Shoot, we even said that we still might take a quarterback at 20 overall. Malik you Willis, would, if those... Malik Willis is there and we take him at 20, I don't think that would shock anybody. So do you think any of those other three teams we talked about are even considering a quarterback? No, they better not be. <laughs> they don't they don't have a need to because they have their clear-cut starter. Whereas right now, we don't. Right yeah. now, it's speculation. Right now, we're focusing on, you know, Mitch's time in Buffalo and trying to spend that to make us feel overly confident in him. But to me, I don't think of it like that. I look at it as, what is your overarching body of work told us? And when I think of what you did in Buffalo, you had Brian Dable, who we just saw become a head coach because of what he was able to do with Josh Allen. Yeah. Right now, the, na- the reality is, we don't know if Matt Canada can develop into that just yet. We're still trying to figure that out. So it's a lot of variables that aren't in favor for Mitch to come in here and have this crazy resurgence, even though I know we're supposed to talk about him and make him into this great quarterback. But we were doing the same thing with Mason prior to us bringing in Mitch. I mean, how many times do we say, hey, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be Mason Rudolph starting. And we weren't seeing that as a positive. It was like, man, I just think there's going to be Mason. So now all of a sudden we're supposed to just, oh, forget that because we brought Mitch, who has more incentives in his contract. I just don't believe in that that's not kind of my that's not my thought process with it but that's my long answer into yeah, that no. but for you how would you rank these quarterbacks in the in the AFC North? well see I, I think you're absolutely right in the sense of whether it's Mitch whether it's Mason Rudolph if if, if you've got those guys anywhere it, it, other it, than it, it ain't even a Dwayne Haskins right because if or, we're going this route with Mitch right. we gotta say the same right. thing about Haskins since he's well, in the same boat let's say I Malik let's say Malik Willis too right <laughs> I don't. You're you have got on a a heavy set of black and gold glasses. If you've got the Steelers quarterback situation ranked anywhere other than fourth right now, you just that's just the reality of it, and that that that's just the truth. I mean, but but wait a minute. It's people that are saying, "Well, hey, Mitch Trubisky, look at his winning percentage versus the Dwayne Hat. I mean, versus Deshaun Watson. It's like if you want to believe that, go for it. I personally uh, yeah. don't. But if you want to believe that, go for when it. When we're when we're talking quarterbacks, 
win loss record is one of the last things that I want to see. It's like it's like a starting pitcher in baseball, right? I don't I don't care what your win loss record is. I care what your ERA is, right? I care what your strikeout numbers are. I don't care what your win loss record is. If that's the case, bring up Jimmy G. Bring up Jimmy G, man. Right. Yeah, no, that's that's a perfect example. Like, dude. Jake, Jake DeGrom, these past couple seasons, has had like an historic run as a pitcher in baseball, and his record's like 500 because the Mets give him no yeah. run support. Like I don't, I don't need, yeah. I don't need this, I don't need. And and there is our knock wood. There's our like bi biannually baseball <laughs> reference here on the show. Um, this though was tricky for me because if you're telling me you're getting the Deshaun Watson of 2020, right? Yeah, 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one that 29, the 29, 2019, yeah. 2020, I'd probably have them first, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, but as it stands I right now, I count the year off. I, I, as, as it stands right now, I think that's fair, and I think my list would be the same as you. But now, here's where I'm going next with this. Yep. Power rank for me the AFC North teams now, ahead about a month away from the draft. Okay. I'm going Cincinnati, I'm going Cleveland, I'm going Baltimore, and then I'm going us. Because right now we still have the question mark at the most important position. And we've seen what it looks like in the, in the invert of that, right? We've seen Baltimore when it's Lamar and the rest is struggling. That force multiplier that Lamar was had them still winning a ton of games. Then when he went down, you saw how the rest of the team faltered because he was no longer out there to be Superman. Whereas we've seen how we've looked in 2019 where we were stacked everywhere but quarterback. And how we would have to scratch caught and everything would have to go right for us just to be in the conversation. And we saw how that season ended for us as well. That's why for me, I always put more onus on the quarterback versus an elite defense because it's no different than if we're talking basketball. Great offense beats great defense any day of the week. And the way the rules are set up in the NFL, With the way the rules it's, are, yeah. it's going to always be that case. You can have a defense that will make timely stops like the Rams did. They will make timely stops, but... They're not pitching shutouts. They're not blacking, you know, making sure teams don't ever score because the rules aren't set up for that. So you need to have that quarterback that can get the job done. And there is a difference when you do not have that guy there. And that's why for me, I have us Frank as the fourth team just because we currently don't have that guy there. So you but had, what about you, man? You had Cincy, Cleveland, C- Baltimore, Cincy Pittsburgh, one. right? Yeah, because Baltimore is still in a, in a little bit of a transition as well. They're trying to figure some things out. But as long as they have that quarterback, it's no different what we would say every single year with Ben. As long as we got Ben, we got a chance. And if you're Baltimore, you're saying as long as we got Lamar, we got a chance. And that's just the nature of it. That's how the NFL works. you got to have those guys. And the teams that have that select you, that seven guys that we always talk about being those franchise caliber force multiplying quarterbacks, right now we're the ones who are trying to see if we can find that. Maybe I'm going to ruffle some feathers here. Uh-oh, here we go. How you ranking them? Hold on. Motes, Motes, cut, cut my microphone off, right, so I can just say uh-oh, this to you and, and not get the people mad uh-oh. at me. All right, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me hit this right button. I think this is the green button. Boop. All right. All right, we're private, private private, conversation now? Yeah, no, one, no okay. one's listening. It's okay. just me and okay, you. Good. Just me and you. I think I got Baltimore at one, man. Because here's why. You know, you know, who, you know who Baltimore's adding this season? They're adding, they're adding J.K. Dobbins. They're adding, they're adding Marcus Peters. They're adding Marlon Humphrey. 
I mean, oh gosh, I forgot. They're adding about, Ronnie Bateman from the beginning. Ronnie Stanley for, for the whole season. Rashad yeah. Bateman, Ronnie Stanley Jr., one of the best young tackles oh, in football. Oh my god! I, forgot I mean, they're about hitting these guys. They're hitting. They're hitting the jackpot in free agency by just guys that they're getting back off the getting IR. Healthy. Very true. Very I, true. As it stands right now, oh, I think I might. I forgot I think all I, about I, that. I think I got Baltimore. Jeez. I think I got Baltimore. Because everything that you just alluded to, oh, plus they God get their secondary Lee. back, plus they get their offensive line back, plus they get their running backs back, and should actually yeah. be able to, to, to you know, have a more well-rounded offense. All right, you can turn my microphone back on in a second, but I think I might have Baltimore. Oh, one. man. Okay. Oh, I go, go Cincinnati 2, mm-hmm. and, then, and then here's where I struggle. On paper, I would go Browns three, Steelers four. Yep. But if you're telling me right now that Deshaun Watson ends up missing six games, let's say, I I, th- I think that I have to factor that into this conversation that they're they're going to not have Deshaun Watson. I think at least for four games is fair. And you see, they're, they're looking at bringing in Jacoby Brissett, though. I I, I did see that because they released mm-hmm. Case Keenum, or did they trade Case Keenum? But they Case traded, Keenum they is, traded Case Keenum to Buffalo. They traded to him Buffalo. For a that's right. That's right. To Buffalo. Yeah. So so that's just kind of I guess maybe the final step in all of this is if you're going off of precedent, right? What we saw mm-hmm. with Ben, what we saw with Correct. Ezekiel Elliott, six game mm-hmm. suspensions that were appealed down to four. Yeah. If it's if it's just four for Deshaun. I'd probably I'd probably still have the Browns up there because four games okay. in a seventeen game season. If you can go two and two in those first four games, you're you're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, if if say it ends up being an eight game suspension and they appeal it down to six, or it ends up being a ten game suspension, and they appeal it down to right. eight. All of a sudden, that I think is going to be difficult to to get that done in a short amount of time in a loaded division in a loaded conference. So that's, that's, I would agree with you. Quick, 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 quick question. I would agree with you on that, but quick question. Who do you feel is a better quarterback, Jacoby Brissett or Mitch Trubisky? Slash Mason Rudolph slash Dwayne. Right, right. This mm-hmm. is another one of those I really like. It's, yeah. it's 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 tough to evaluate Mitch Trubisky, mm-hmm. isn't it? Because it it, it right. really but, is. But but think about this though. It's tough to evaluate him. But in Pittsburgh, what do we always get? The black and gold glass. Oh man, Mitch. Yeah, he, he beats that. Yeah, yeah. Six well, I think games, it's, it's the polar. It's the polar opposites, right? Yeah. Because prior to him coming here, nobody was seeing any of this, and now this is what we're being force fed. It's, and I just don't like to eat that personally. It's baby. either you're right. It's either look at Mitch's record. It's better than mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson's. Look at his right. numbers. They're better than Baker Mayfield's. Or it's the complete opposite end of the spectrum that a lot of people in this town mm-hmm. are doing too. Of Mitch Trubisky or whoever. They stink. They're the worst division quarterback in the division. Yeah. You can't possibly have a good season with that guy. When or, or, they say, I, or they say, well, he had Matt Nagy. That's different. And I'm like, the same people we that are crushing were just Matt Cannon. Criticizing Matt Cannon. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> it's 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 a lot of uh forget this over here and just focus on that over yeah. here. You you are hundred percent correct. It's t- like it is it's very tough. Here's in, in but here's the only thing I keep coming back to. I think the Steelers are going to get better quarterback play in twenty twenty two. Better I offensive agree. line, better offensive line play, better run game. I think all those things are going to make the offense much more effective. Now Yes. Does that does that purely mean how good the quarterback is? You know, again, we it, it can be a system style, it can be a Jimmy G, it can be a Ryan Tannehill type right. thing, and and you could still they they could go ten and seven doing that, and and that wouldn't shock mm-hmm. us. Correct. Um, no, no, no. And we still think they're, I and mean, we're not even saying that they're going to be bad. That's not even close to it. But we're just saying when you're talking about the arms race and how competitive this division has become once again, that matters. It does. 
And that's and that's that why is in I a big way. I, I I obviously wanted to put you on the spot a little bit first, but I like oh you know I don't I would, shy away from it <laughs> after after the draft and after we know Deshaun Watson's suspension status, we should revisit this conversation because then it'll yeah. be much, we'll have a more complete idea of the rosters and we'll know who's going to be available for what. But we've got to get to a break here. When we come back on the other side. A uh, a fan favorite is off to a conference rival. <gasps> uh oh. We got to talk. We got to talk a little Juju Smith Schuster on the other side. We'll do that when we return. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz on SNR. <laughs> 